this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We are here with another after show for Boy Band Season 1, Episode 4, Blast from the Past. Dorian went home. What do you think about it? Stay right here. We're going to talk all about the show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Not alone at all. Tonight. <laughs> Let the good people know where they can find you on social media. I'm Stefan Lovegrove. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove. And I am Suzanne Quast, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Suzanne Quast. And I am Carissa Blades, and you can find me online at Carissa Blades. <laughs> so simple. So easy. And of course, you guys can find me, Lindsay Miller, at Rockin' Mama Life on social media, and us at AfterBuzz at AfterBuzz TV. Also, make sure you go to YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe. We love reading your comments all week long on YouTube, so keep those yes. coming. Yes, we and do. And man, Stefan is on the live chat. Do we have some folks in the live chat already? We do. I, You know, I have to give you guys credit. You have been more talkative than ever. In the past week, we accidentally made news. Thank you, Tim Davis. Um, And you guys have been talking to us all week. So we have plenty of people in the live chat, plenty of you talking on Twitter, and we're happy to be here with you Yes, feel free to weigh in throughout the show. Let's get started. So we have season one, episode four. Blast from the past, we've got... Episode five? Yes. Five. Episode five. five. Episode we're five. halfway there. <laughs> How <laughs> fitting. We're halfway there. Wow, we're so clever we didn't even know it. Oh my goodness. Okay, so let's talk about this opener. We have Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. I want to know your guys' thoughts. I thought there was three people that really stood out to me. Ooh. Drew, mm-hmm. Michael Connor, and J-Hype. Really? I, yeah. Why? You didn't think so? I don't remember him, so obviously not. Which one don't you remember? <laughs> I don't remember J-Hype from the Open, so oh, obviously see, I do. I remember J-Hype for an interesting reason, because he had that Kanye auto-tune yes. effect. Yes, 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 Where it's like deeper mm, and kind of like They had him in a way lower register. Yes. And yeah, we talked about Was that. Was he auto-tuned? Yes, I, I think so. Like, a, not mm-hmm. in a, not in a just a force auto-tune way, like an electronic effect. Yes, like, a, yeah, an actual effect. But we saw it, so for, we go to the live taping different members um, of the show every week, and 
they re-recorded it several times and every time Carissa and I were trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah. And it was that it was that Kanye West auto-tune sound where it's obvious. It's like an effect on purpose. Um, they... But he was the only one they did it for in the opener. Do you think it was because his vocals were lacking? Well, kind of maybe. That's why most artists do it. Right. But the thing is, he wasn't being judged on the opener. So I said yeah. to Carissa, you could say that this was unfair to him on either end of the spectrum to do this. Mm. But, you know, it's an opener. It's fun. Nobody's getting judged on the opener. The architects don't comment on it. So anyway, I noticed him for that reason. Yeah. America is judging I mean, on it. I'm America, did you notice it. that? Because I know many of you love J-Hype, which we need to get into the, the J-Hype Michael Connor well, stuff. Yeah, of course. Hold your horse. Did you notice, if you watched at home, did you notice the J-Hype auto-tune effect? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Carissa, what did you think of the opener? Who stood out to you? Um, I thought in terms of stage presence and just like seeing their their eyes light up i thought cam was awesome and just like the the eye contact he was making with the camera and i could just tell he was trying to make up for last week like i i thought that he was very present and then devin is i have to say he's just growing on me i he has like a fun playful energy Mm -hmm. that i think is infectious and when you're part of a team having that type of energy brings everyone's level up and so i think he might be moving up into my top five he's moving up i don't know but i definitely seeing him live he has something a a stage presence or something some kind of positive or yes he's so happy to be there you can we have fun when we know that someone else is having fun agree he also reminds me of nick carter for the first time tonight i was like he actually has that nick carter energy which is why nick always appreciates him (laughs) even the wink okay so i asked everyone around me in our little section who stood out we took it all we brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Everybody, their parents, their parents yeah. were sitting right. No, because we. <laughs> well, no, I we don't do ask the parents who stands out because parents, hello, <laughs> but they say their kid. Um, no, but so there's always like a few different people involved with the show yeah. in different ways who are there, and everybody said Brady stood out a lot, which I actually thought was hilarious because Brady took more of a back burner role in his group, but then he's shown oh anyway in the intro. Interesting. So they all said Brady. Andrew Butcher's vocals stood out a lot. He also, like, crossed the front of the stage, which made it... He was harder to miss in the performance. Um, And Michael Connor is who the audience Um, cheered for. I mean, they went went crazy for He was the audience favorite for that number, at least, in terms of audience applause. Yeah, he stood out to me. I loved this opener for them. I thought it was really cute and youthful and very... Fun. And I think we've had some very serious performances from some of these guys. And so it was nice to see some of them be really youthful. I actually enjoyed Andrew Bloom in this because I thought it was the first mm. time I saw him seem like he was actually having fun and not taking it so seriously. It was just very light and he just looked joyful. And that was, I think, refreshing for me to see from him. And then Michael Connor loved. And then Drew Ramos 
Yeah, I'm what? with you, right? This, yeah, the, all Tim, day today. Tim was like the prophet last week right. on Drew Ramos. Yeah. yeah. Because right. he had kind of gone under the radar mm-hmm. up until this point. Good and Tim night. was like, but you guys need to know, Drew really does that carry every group amazing. vocally. And we watched for it this week, and he did not disappoint. Oh, uh, absolutely. I totally agree. So, Speaking of the groups, let's get right on into it. Let's talk about Timeless. They were safe tonight. It was uh, Andrew Butcher, Andrew Bloom, Marcus, Chance, and Michael Connor, and they did Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. We saw them in rehearsals, and Tim, who we didn't get to see, Tim Davis, the vocal producer who was on with us last week, we didn't get to see in the actual episode a whole lot last week, but this week we sure did get to see. We all, got Tim in oh, costume. A lot of Tim in costume. What did you guys think of these rehearsals and their get-ups? His eyeliner was just amazing, mostly because like how bad it, it was. was so He's bad. so good looking that it doesn't. Yeah, like it it worked on him, but just. I don't know. I thought that was a fun thing for them bonding. You could definitely yeah. tell when we interviewed them after the show that they knew they had a hard song, and they all seemed like they were doing what a boy band should, which is come together and yeah. just keep working on it. And they said we we hoped our hard work would pay off. And you're like, that's what yeah. you want to hear from them. Yeah. Did any of you feel like Chance looked? Like, he actually could wear that getup. I felt like most of them, <laughs> Michael Connor especially, looked absolutely hysterical. But Chance, I was like, he could, like, he could rock that. Like, it looked somewhat natural on him. Just saying. Michael Connor, no pun intended to the boy band, he always looks like the new kid on the block. Yes. Like, he always looks like he's feeling his way into it. And I don't mean that in any sort of negative way. Yeah. He just always looks like he's the he new kid on the block. But like, Chance, I see what you're saying. See, my two standouts today were Marcus. Uh, it was like the first time that I really was like, wow, he's in a boy band. He belongs in yeah. a boy band. You're right. His dance moves. I thought he was phenomenal. And right. also Andrew Bloom. I thought he had a mm-hmm. really amazing start. And I was like, wow, last week I wasn't overly, I, I kind of forgot about him in the performance. Whereas yeah. this week I was really impressed. People, yeah. okay, I need people in the live chat to weigh in about the Andrews. Because we got a lot of comments throughout the week about the Andrews. People are saying Andrew Butcher improves a lot this week. That's an interesting comment to me because yeah. I don't know if he improved like as much week. as... I thought he sounded good. I just think this was his natural... Like, he admitted this was a song he was excited about. This is yeah. very natural to him and his style. But see, to me, he looked uncomfortable. Or, like, he was trying really hard. I don't know. When they had he his seemed solo, nervous. he seemed nervous or, like, very... Maybe it's it was weird. Live, I didn't hear that. But then when we were watching it again, I thought... Yeah, it his just... voice almost sounded a little shaky, which is something I didn't... Yeah. To me, it wasn't even vocally. It was just his his body language and his facial expression just didn't... I was like, meh. Like, it didn't seem like he was... Ha- you know what it was? The other guys were having so much fun with it. And they were really owning and it. And you think he was having fun? Persona, persona. I don't think... It looked like he was having fun. Hmm. What do you think about the comment from, I think, Emma, that Andrew Bloom looks like he's constantly thinking about the next move? You liked Andrew. I did. I did not like her feedback in that. I disagreed with her. I disagree as well. Sorry. I think think this again was the first time he sort of seemed comfortable and didn't stand out in a in a not great way or fade back in a bad way. I think he owned it, and I think he carried the performance. Him and Marcus. 
I agree. I think Marcus's voice was oh. just so... It flip? gave me chills. Then he did the flip. He Wait, had, can we talk about Marcus and Andrew's duet? Yeah. Oh. I could, I need to yeah. listen to that 10 seconds on repeat. Yeah. Because I, it felt a little CMT. It was a little country. But I was <laughs> but like, I, I don't even it. care. Whatever I'm watching right now, yeah. this duet. I grabbed Carissa <laughs> yeah, um, we and was like, oh my God, at the taping. Because yeah. I was like, what is happening right now with that duet moment? Yeah. But not even that, dude. I mean, Marcus Pendleton, to me, is a rock star yeah. after this. And if he isn't in the final, he's going to be so successful. I agree. And you know what I loved about it was that the performance as a whole felt like a throwback. Felt a little karaoke-ish. You know, it's such a classic song, it's hard not to feel like oh, you're doing it. I think it. so. But Marcus... When Marcus was singing, it felt current, it felt cool, it felt mm. like something mm-hmm. I would hear on the radio today, and not yes. like a throwback yeah, I song. I it wrote down, awesome. is this a world tour that I can buy tickets for? Yes. Because the after that performance, electric. seriously, you guys, I was like, I would go to a stadium for an entire show of this. I yeah. totally agree with you. I fe- that was the first time that I was like, I feel like we're at a concert. Not a competition, yeah. a concert of... an actual boy band. Right. And Timbaland called Marcus a producer's dream. Can you get yeah. a better compliment right. from the, the king producer himself well, than you are a producer's dream. dream? You're my dream. Why? Right. So if not, I guess he could work with Uncle Tim. Also, yeah. so when we were interviewing the boys afterwards, Marcus did say that his brother really loved this song and his brother always sang it and his brother has a speech impediment and mm-hmm. he's, he was just like... I was so excited to like you get to tell. have my brother hear me Aww. sing that and ah. just the way he said it Feels. it was just so genuine and t- true to his I was just like you could just feel it. Like, you could look at him, and he was just having so much fun up there. I was like, that is a freaking rock star. Yes. Loved him. <laughs> I loved him. Can we talk about Michael Connor for a second? I just wrote down, bless his little heart. Because <laughs> it's the only, like, phrase I could think of to come up with it. Because he just, and you look at these guys, and they're just, like, all, like, cool and rock. And Michael Connor just, he's unique. He's very unique, and he just... Which is what the judges said. He stuck out like a sore thumb, but not in a bad way, you know? He just has this, like, awkward, sweet presence about him that, like, you just love. He does actually have, like, a sweet voice, but what I was thinking, he seems a little stiff in his movements, and I think it's because he's used to rapping, and he's Mm. used to hold... So I think his body movements are That's a good insight. Carissa has these (laughs) random insights that are like... Oh my God! How do we miss this? Carissa does a lot of rapping, so she knows. Right, closet rapper Carissa Blades. It sounds like a rap name now that I think about it. Carissa Blades. All rappers Power one oh six. I just yeah, but so I just think he has those mechanical movements, and I think he'll get rid of that. You know. But- but he's used to putting that between him and the audience or or an instrument between him and the audience. And so this, just, it's this just is my comment for Michael Connor. He said, and of course we don't know what they all said in their interviews. <laughs> we know what we saw. We know that in the interview clip that we saw, Michael Connor said, I don't want to be seen as a one-trick pony. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just want to say, at least from us on yeah. After Buzz, no one at this point has seen you as a one-trick no. pony. Because no. honestly, I wouldn't blame him for thinking the producers are putting him in these situations where he's just a fish out of water. Well, I think a lot and of And he's killing it. We don't, So you're not a one-trick pony, we know. Well, but he gets grouped in with J-Hype, who a lot of people say, like, oh, can he just do more than beatbox? And Michael Connor is this rapper. And, you know, and Tim, 
Tim confided in us that when he first talked with Michael, Michael was like, well, I don't sing. And he was like, okay, well. <laughs> Time to learn. <laughs> this is a singing competition. Sing in the singing competition. He's like, I don't do that. And he was like, uh. So I think that in his mind, even though he can sing, we've clearly seen it multiple times now, he is a rapper, and it's, like, hard to... But he told us backstage that he asked not... I mean, it would be weird to put a rap on Living on a Prayer. <laughs> I saw him on a live stream this week. He, he was like, I probably could have found one. But no, he asked He asked not to rap. I respect yeah. that, actually. So, I respect he, that. so a very intentional choice. He doesn't want to be Just pigeonholed into that. Right. Yeah. I respect that. Okay. So, timeless, we obviously all agree... Definitely should have been safe. Agreed. We love them. It was fantastic. Next up, let's talk about next step. Next up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Perfect. Next up, we had Brady, Jaden, Mikey, and Dorian, and they sang True Colors by Cindy Lauper, a very big song to fill. I'm really curious to, to hear what you guys had to think about this. What's this? That was a weird sentence. What did you have to think about this? <laughs> this was the song... Last year or last week, when I found out that, th- that they were gonna do this song, I was like, "Well, huh? I, it's either gonna be awesome or it's gonna definitely show somebody Exposed. who's not supposed to be there. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna expose somebody. It's gonna because you can't hide you in can't that hide song. In can't hide in that song. You can't like really dance. You we can't do anything else. We see your true colors. That's why I'm not on the show. <laughs> also, I'm not a boy. Okay, so how did they do? Were they exposed? Were they good? What do we think? I know what I think. I know what I what think. Do you, what do you think? Well, I don't... I, go ahead, Suzanne. I think I miss that, Tim saying Suzanne's name. I know. I'm so, like, <laughs> regal. Um, I thought Mikey redeemed himself from being in the uh, bottom. Oh, see, I thought he was great. I'm I, with you. I'm with you on Mikey. I made the note. Mikey is not looking... So... I am watching. No, and I'm watching for. I have noticed that the architects, and we're all, we like to be proven right or like listened to. We're humans. So the (laughs) architects like it when they take their critiques and they implement it. So they told Devin up the confidence. He upped it. They loved it. They gave him a specific instruction to Mikey and they said, stop, you need to look up. You need to stop looking down. And the whole time, opener included, I noticed he did that. So I thought much of say about the looking down, you guys, we've, uh, Stefan and I and Carissa went today or Carissa went today to see it filmed live and the audience is down below the stage and these guys are young and if they haven't performed a lot, if you're performing to an audience, your tendency is to look to the audience, which for Mikey probably meant he was looking down. So I don't know how That's much a valid point. And the architects are down. eye level, but exactly. much farther back. Yes. That's true. So I don't know how much of him looking down was lack of confidence or just he was looking at like his connecting. audience and trying to connect to his audience live, below him. Live chat says Mikey shown more in the opener and you didn't like him as well in True Colors. I will actually agree with you that my note seen Mikey seemed a lot better this week was actually based on the opener. I thought he so was good in True Colors. I thought he was weak. I don't know. What? You thought he was weak in True Colors? Yeah, I... Why? Yes. Um, you know, I felt like he was... And I think maybe it's just his personality. And because it is a softer song, I think it kind of didn't help him in a way because I think he's just a quieter soul. And I felt but like... But vocally, he was, vocally, he sounded great. 
right. That's he a huge accomplishment it. because yeah. Tim had to work but, with him a lot on vocals. But I felt Why are we like not giving him credit for that? Come on, Suzanne. Come on, Suzanne. Lindsay was wrong about Brady. She can be wrong about Mikey. No, here's my thing with Mikey. I think he's a very soft-spoken performer in terms of he's just very soft. He doesn't, like, come out and grab you. He doesn't take ownership of the stage to me when he opened the song the camera had to come into him he didn't draw you in that's how it felt like to me watching it I didn't see it live so I'd be curious how it felt live but to me it felt like the camera had to really come to him and he didn't shine out they did they did have him starting both Despacito and True Colors they yeah. had him starting the song. And That's okay, so I'll contrast. He doesn't stand out the way Brady does in the sense of mm-hmm. no matter where Brady is in Agreed. that lineup. Your eye goes to him. Right. There's certain contestants, and not just Brady, there's certain contestants on the show. Your eye just goes to them. And I'm just saying he's not one of those. I do feel me, like live, fun. though, Mikey's voice has something that it does pierce through that kind of space. And I feel like that is important when you have it Oh yeah. Have it live like I know we're, we've been talking about how you know Drew's voice is so gorgeous yeah but that's something that gets lost in a space like the mm-hmm. register in which Mikey sings mm. he can hit a lot of notes and yeah. can do a lot that would help a, like bring a group together he would add range well there's a reason he started the songs he has that great quiet soft like special moment kind of voice and personality well, and you, you've certainly been one to say they can't all be the front runner. No. So they can't right. all, it would be weird if they were all right. the, lead the, le- the Brady band. level. I will say, though, I was very proud that Brady was able to take a back seat. And yet still, when we heard him, oh, yeah. it was so angelic that yeah. Emma was still like, just keep going. <laughs> Doesn't matter if this was the, the biggest did. feature for you ever. Just keep going. I don't know. For me, I had a hard time seeing anybody but Jaden. I, I do agree. Uh, it felt like Jaden's concert but... with his backup singers. <laughs> Is he yes. growing on you? I feel like you're yes. more positive no. every week. Here's, I still have the same thoughts on Jaden. I love him. I think he's an incredibly talented artist. And this performance, unfortunately, confirmed for me that he's a solo artist. I just don't see how he fits in in a boy band. He stood out so much so that it felt like I was watching. I wanted to just see Jaden sing it. Well, that is very I, interesting. I will say this. There are, and this is becoming more and more clear to me as the weeks go on. There are people on this show that if it ends and they don't make the final five, I have no doubt yeah. their next opportunity is already waiting for them. And they Absolutely. could, I would buy the solo album tomorrow. Jaden is one of those people. Exactly. There are others that I'm like, outside of a group, the there is no solo album. No. So, we mean that in a compliment, oh, in that, yeah. Jaden, I'll buy the album if you don't make the top five. Yeah. yeah. I still really love him in a band. I do agree with you. I think he would probably be a better solo artist. However, I just feel like the tone of his voice and, like, the way that he can hit those high notes, oh, I mean, it adds unreal. so much soul. Unreal. And I just, I feel like that, like, grounding, almost like, um, I don't know, even the, the adjective boisterous tone, I feel like could be really helpful in a group. I just have yet to see him in a blend where his voice is shining and he still fits in. See, I, I thought like he blended beautifully I today. I, I literally wrote down, yeah. Jaden blends well but beautifully. Yeah. 
I just he stood the up live so chat much is with me. Lindsay that he's they wow. think Jaden is a soloist. Really, really? So. I do agree, but you don't think that. I, I think also th- think in talking to him at the end, just interviewing him and stuff, he is very mature. I do think he could be a standalone artist. I'm not going to discount him from being in a group in the end. But yeah, well, I, that's why I'm trying to point out when we say somebody could be a solo artist, it's not a yeah. diss. Yeah. No, no, if anything, right. We're I saying would love that, to that we'll see. Continue. I would love to see Jaden in a group with really strong vocalists where he can blend and ground down the song. I felt like last week was the first time I saw him fitting in a boy band, but they really kind of dumbed down his vocals, I felt like, in order to make that happen. And he got okay. some critiques that his vocals weren't stellar that week because they didn't give him the runs, they didn't give him the range, they didn't give that, and he blended right in. And this week they gave him all that vocal strength and he stuck out in a, in a beautiful way, yeah. but it was Jaden and his backup singers for me. Well, the live chat is with you on him being a soloist. Um, okay, two two things on this song. One from the live chat. This is a good point. They keep giving Brady ballads. Yeah. A yes. couple people I have pointed out. Brady. We want to see some, which they're doing because they know he can handle it, though. But he can sing. I saw yeah. a little snippet of him in the opener, and he, or sorry, he can dance. Like he, he was cute. Yeah. He was moving. He was. He jovial. was great he was in Uptown Girl. Having a I blast. I felt like I was watching like. Glee, you know, yes. he was like super adorable. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I want to see him. Tim Charming. certainly can confirm that. I want to see him up tempo, like I, I don't know, yeah. So we want more from Brady. Yeah. Um, we okay, Lindsay. We have to tell you this from backstage. Tell me. So we tell me asked backstage. all the groups Ooh. what they thought when they got their song assignment. Loves it. The other than one member of the group, none of them knew True Colors. Really? So we started by saying, what a song to fill. How adorable, because they didn't know the song. Yeah. Well, I'm (laughs) old, and that is sad, boys. Cindy Lauper. How do you not know Cindy Lauper? I don't know, but I think it's actually a testament that they carried it so well, having heard it for the first time seven days ago. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of songs that we haven't heard before, I love that. Let's... Let's talk about Maxed. They did Lauren Hill's version of Can't Take My Eyes Off You. I love that Rita Ora had to specify that this song was originally Frankie, Frankie Valley's. I'm like, how do we live in a world where there are people out there that think that this is Lauren Hill's song? Now, that group all knew the song, except, <laughs> except for Devin, who had never heard it. Yeah. Mm. Any oh, version of it? Little heart. Any version. He said he'd never oh, heard it. Jeez. Tevin, bless his little heart. Okay, let's talk about Max. We had J-Hype, Devin, Drew, Sergio, and Cam. Mm-hmm. And this kind of felt like the Motley crew to me. Anybody else feel like that way a little I felt bit? felt the exact opposite. Really? <laughs> I wrote, I thought, like, their outfits were cohesive. Their dancing was, was, I, they just felt like I a boy band like to me. I outfits. Really? I, not, no, I'm not saying I like love very, them. like, very, like, Jersey. I, like, it, I think that, well, Like, not a good Jersey. I used to live in Jersey. I love Jersey, but it was, like, not a good but Jersey. But I thought that was, like, an homage to Frankie Valley. Yeah, but... The uh, choreography <laughs> did feel old-school boy yeah. band to me. And forced. A little forced. A little forced. Old-school boy <laughs> band. Yeah. I'll stick with that. I don't know that I want to say forced. Um... But Drew, oh, I agree. Oh, the dark God. horse. Yeah. What? Where? He- I wrote "Hello, young man," <laughs> because 
he came out with his hair all like they did something different with his hair. And I was gonna was say like, he looked better this week. He did. Well, Whatever they did mean? last week, people actually, you guys tweeted about this or commented yeah. on YouTube last week. Drew's makeup last week did not do did him not any do favors, him and th- which is not his fault. And this week he looked a lot oh, better. Oh, they slicked his hair back. They like, I mean, his cheekbones stood out. He had a nice suit. He looked stunning, and he sounded. Unreal. I totally agree Unreal. with you. His voice is like heaven. Incredible. And you're right. And, and it was because of Tim last week. He was like, no, no, you guys need to pay attention Tim to him. Tim told us yeah. you got to watch like, for eh, Drew. I don't know. But, oh, I my ignored God, everything was... Tim said. But he <laughs> sounded awesome. Yes. <laughs> you know who else I was impressed by, but not um, not vocally, but by his moves and, like you said, that charisma? Uh, Hayes? Yes. Mm. Yes, mm. he's like his on-stage presence. He does. He ever since he overcame the confidence thing, he does show up in an energy of "I belong on this stage." Yeah. And he, he, you got to yes. give him points, Lindsay, that he is consistent about that. No, he is yeah. consistent. My thing with Devin, I think, is is very similar to. Jaden this week, I felt like Devin's stage presence was so strong that he didn't blend. And not to his death, like not his fault. How did you think he, he sounded this week? I mean, give or take, he sounded okay. You know, his my thing. I with think Devin he improved. Is, I, I think he he's improved. taking the critiques and and improving on that. I think he has a solid voice. I think he has a solid voice. I think he's never going to be like the standout, I agree. amazing soloist singer. But he doesn't have to be. That's I not agree. what he brings to the table. What he which brings Tim to the Bolland table acknowledged is stage presence and performance and like Carissa said this just infectious energy that you want to watch you want to get up and dance you want to smile when you watch it perform he doesn't need those stellar vocals that's true that's true he has it does make you want to smile and he'll just continue to grow I mean you know if he does get in the band they're gonna get the best vocal coaching they're gonna get the best I mean he's gonna continue to grow it's not like he has a a bad voice. I did voice. think he had improved. Go back and watch both the opener and also. his performance. His, in the opener, I did think did, he it improved. It didn't sound like they had to do anything to his voice. Like, his voice sounded really good in the opener to me. Yeah. I don't know. I thought he improved, but he wasn't on my radar at all before. But then seeing him this week, I was just like, this. that's what we're looking for is, like, the constant improvement. He's just improvement steady. And the, He's, yeah. Some people are fading into the background more as it goes on, and yeah. some people are getting more noticed. I think that he keeps getting yeah. noticed, I whether he's that. your fave or not. Yeah, he no, keeps getting on the radar every week. I want to see him in a group where everybody can rise to his performance level. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Mm. You know, same with Jaden. Like, I want to see Jaden in a group where everybody rises to his vocal level, and I want to see. Devin in a group where all of the members of the group can rise to his performance level. So he doesn't outshine them. Yeah. But yeah. if you're if you're Devin, that's a good place to be. That's a great place uh, to be. I mean, in this business, you would always rather be told, oh, yeah. too much energy, we gotta get everybody Agreed. else up or bring yeah. you down. Much better than saying, we need more, yeah. we need yeah. more. I'm just like, yeah. if he is not gonna be in this band, he'll definitely be on a CW show in five years. Or <laughs> Absolutely. He, you just wanna he watch him. Me of one of the characters from that vampire show, like, Way long ago. Buffy the Someone in the live chat says Devin head to toe looks like a boy band boy. We yes. said from week one, you can see him on Lunchbox or Valentine's. Yeah. yeah. Or a puzzle. He's that guy. Or, like or a puzzle. Bag. Sleeping bag. This sleeping is too bag. much. No, I, had, like, I am so sorry, boys. Okay. <laughs> 
child? Did you guys not have that? I had puzzles. I did not have boys on a sleeping bag, nor girls, but... Okay, maybe there's something wrong with my parents. Okay, moving on. What do you guys think of Sergio this week? Because we've liked him all along, and I think this song should have been kind of in his wheelhouse. He has that very, like, throwback, you know, vintage-y look and feel. It's interesting. I have notes by everybody, and I have nothing by him. And it's not because I don't love him. I think he is so talented. I think he's really, really good. But I just, I don't know. There was something, I just didn't write anything down by him. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, or he's mm. just always consistently I know really it is, because we're about to go, we're too far into the competition yeah. for no bad notes to be a bad thing, or to be okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's consistent. But, yeah. Well, okay, I feel contradictory with my feedback on him, because originally I was like, I don't want them to always give him a Spanish verse. Of course. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like, we need to see him shine in other ways. This is stereotypical. But what's interesting yeah. is... He's one of those people that I don't know that he's found his unique voice as not voice in tonality, but like who he is in personality and how he shows up because he sounds good. I mean, I noticed it live. We watched the facts. Mini Bruno. I mean, you guys, you cannot get a better compliment than a Mini Bruno Mars. I mean, I'm sorry. No, but no, no, no. But compared to Devin, we're saying Devin outshines him. If he was a Mini Bruno Mars, he would be the one shining. I think he just needs to come into his own a little bit more. And I don't mean like in years to come. I mean yeah. there's still time in this competition. Yeah, I agree. But he sounds so Drew Ramos last week we were saying he sounds good, but he's getting lost. He didn't get lost this week. Agreed. I yeah. now I'm saying I don't I'm not speaking for you guys. See, okay, so someone yeah, in the coasting. live chat said Sergio is coasting. People are agreeing coasting. Sergio went under the radar this week. So we yeah. love him. We think he sounds good. We just need him to like pop. Shine yeah. again. Yeah. It, you but gotta shine. Because he, he was in my top five initially. Like when I first watched the Me show. Too. Me too. He's fantastic. I still think he's got this. In fact, his smile just like melts you. Yeah. But I think that Drew just blew us all out of the water tonight that Sergio just sort of was there. Yeah. You know, neither good nor bad, but met like. Like Stefan said, at this point in the competition, and the farther we get along, you've got to stand out in a good way and not fade. Speaking of standing out, let's talk about Jay Height. Mm. Let's talk about Jay Height. Well, no, anybody. I'm sorry. No, I was I, I was distracted because somebody in the live chat said, "Is Sergio going to make the band just to get the Latin audience?" And I will say, I don't think so because, no, as Despacito demonstrated, there's Agreed. plenty of contestants with yeah. Latino roots and influence who can bring that to the band. So yeah. no, I think that I don't. No. I I get it's Hollywood. I get why you're asking, but no, I don't think so. No. On that. Sorry, back okay, to Jay. Jay I just want to say for the record, I predicted the like uh, last week the two people would be in the bottom two and then the person that would go home. Now, having said that, Jay Hype, I actually really enjoyed his performance. I thought he was really confident. I thought like this time around, I mean, I understand, I guess, if they had to pick somebody in the bottom two, I understand why he was chosen, but I really liked him in this performance. I felt he was a little timid. I mean, last week I was blown away, and vocally by far, I think he actually probably was a little better this week. Yes, last that's what week I mean. Last week he struggled yes. vocally, but performance-wise, he just shined to me. Like, he was really... Last there. week. Last week. Okay. This week I felt like, because it was a softer, more simple song, and he was very exposed vocally. 
Right. Yes. Then well, you my, can read that in his body language. My conclusion was he was very in his head. Yeah. yeah. But but I will say, to me, work ethic means a lot. Absolutely. Because, and something we can get into as we talk about eliminations in a minute is... Um, how they, these guys show up seven days a week mm-hmm. matters because as they form a band, you want a band that you're going to want to tour with and work yeah. with and whatnot. So everybody said this week, J-Hype worked really hard. Yeah. Nick acknowledged it. The judges acknowledged it. Everybody said that. So mm-hmm. I think he, I suspect he was probably in his head yeah. because he knew that he had to shine. And honestly, his, I will tell you, his mics were not very loud in the house mix. Yeah. So it worried me because I could barely hear him. And I was like, I don't know how he's doing. Listening back on TV tonight, he sounded good. He yeah, was on pitch, much improved. So I think he just needs to be able to trust himself with yeah. that. This I mean, is guys, so new for him. He's 14. So like young. The, the amount so of maturity young. and confidence in stage pre- I mean, to be able to have that much stage presence at that age with that yeah. amount of pressure. And also just the, like the way that he was talking about it. He said he's excited. He wants to step up. Absolutely. I mean, that it. Yeah, he's not like, oh, well, I need a couple more weeks. He's like, no, I'm ready. I'm ready yeah. to start trying to push for it. And you're, you can't so, ask for more Tim, than that. Tim last week spoke really highly of him in terms of just he just tries so hard. And he's so willing to go for it and try. And that's the kind of kid that is going to make it. Whether the timing yeah. is right now, whether or it's he this needs or something else, two more years to really work on those vocals so that he can kill it. But you know. Tonight, do you think he should have been in the bottom two? Uh, yes, because I will say tonight the critiques were very clear. Last yeah. week, it seemed like there could have been nine different people that they put <laughs> in the bottom. We didn't know. Yeah. This week, Carissa and I looked at each other and we're like, based on their critiques, it's this person, this person, or this person we know. Yeah. Um, and, and it was true with the people that they chose. It was those exact two for those groups. Um, so I think it made sense based on their critiques. Um, so people in the comments are very unanimously saying we think that his vocals were too weak. Here's what I'll say about this. I do think that he improved a lot. Agreed. This yeah. is the first time he's ever had any really solo singing parts. So if... So for those of you who think that he's too weak, and by the way, that's some people in the live chat now, but based on the fans we heard throughout the week, there's a lot of you who disagree. So I'm not saying that's the case. But if you think he's too weak, recognize he's not going to sail by for the next five weeks. If he he doesn't continue to improve, you'll know. He was a huge fan favorite, like in the the downtime in between when we were coming back from commercial and stuff. Like the girls were yeah. chanting his name and stuff. I think he's getting more and more. And he wants no. to earn it. He's not coasting. No. To use the word that people were using earlier, he's not coasting. He really is trying. No, hard. he's trying really hard, and he has a lot of. You know, Nick made the comment. I'm not sure you have the tools to mm-hmm. make it. He has a lot of tools in his toolbox. You know, I don't know if you've all seen the the video that they did of Rita Ora's song. He can move. You yeah. can tell yes. by that little You're clip right. that he can move. And, and we didn't see as much of that this week just because yeah. he was in his head and, and he nervous. he was in his head. It was a very simple song. You know, you didn't really give him a chance to, to shine. But so we had Dorian and J-Hype in the bottom. For, Dorian. What, what did you guys think about Cam in... Oh, I, mean, I was... Yeah, because of last week. Of just because of last week, issues. I just... Yeah, yeah I and think his he, voice cracked last week, I, I think. I think he did... He did well this week. I don't think he sort of stood out one way or the other. But for time purposes, 
Let us know. And uh, I thought he I did. His voice. Hit, I actually put Cam's voice grabs my attention more than Sergio. Sergio oh, is fun to watch, but if you close your eyes, to me. Cam's voice will grab your attention every time he sings. I just thought I just, that Cam's voice was perfect for this song. Like, it sounded Frankie Valli. It it reminded yeah. me of, like, a young Michael Jackson, where it was just like, this is the perfect... That is high I mean, that praise. Is, I was going to say, I mean, I don't know if I, I can go that far, but, but I will say this, I agree with you. And I think t- this performance and tonight was really important for his confidence going forward. Agreed. And I think I that still, he did rise to the challenge. However, I don't know if he I has that... I need to see more yes, of him. I, agree. I, I don't know that he has, like you said, that it, like, that... Thing that makes you want to watch him, that makes you just fall in love with. I didn't think he did he in that performance, but in the opener, just watching him, he, I just thought he had so much. Cam, pres- yeah, Cam, mm-hmm. even because he, 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 I kept looking at him even when he wasn't having solos. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He he seems to me like a kid who's having fun at like his school performance. And I think there's a distinct... He's incredibly talented, but I think there's a distinct difference between the level of professionalism that I've seen in some of the other contestants, like Marcus Pendleton when he performs, or Devin, or, you know, Jaden's performance when he's singing, or Brady's very polished performance. Very different kinds of performers, but there's some level of just... There's just a difference between a youthful, a talented kid and somebody who could be a recording artist. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. So. Anyway, so let's talk about Dorian because Dorian was in the bottom for next up, and we see Dorian go home. And I was a little confused about this because the reasoning behind it and the comments for it, I actually thought Dorian did a great job, had a blast in his performance, had confidence, had sort of taken all the notes vocally and performance wise that the judges had given them. And so when he was in the bottom, it was a little bit of a shock. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, I would... See, I disagree. I feel like, yes, this performance, he was much more dynamic. He was having fun. It was like it was fun to watch him. But I think if you compare the four, he was definitely, you know, I think the he's... Thing. Yeah, yeah. He's the well, thing. and I what it highlights, I think, is... And, I, you know, I was talking about this with people at the show today, is whether people like it or not, we see way less of the rehearsals now. Yeah. So yeah. from a voting perspective, you largely just have to go on the performance. But what happened with Dorian today was a reminder. There's seven days of the week Mm -hmm. we don't see. And clearly they've seen moments of immaturity, in their opinion, Mm -hmm. that our performance didn't allow us to see. So, which is actually what made me contrasting J-Hype being on the bottom. I thought, what a stark contrast, because that 14-year-old is so grounded. Yeah. Like, I was like, if we're going to bring up maturity as a reason for someone to go home, on that point, J-Hype looks like he could be in this thing for the long haul. He seems solid and supported and grounded. And so I think in maturity, you couldn't have more opposites there. I also feel like just because, like, Next Up only had four people, since he was the one sort of coasting and since everyone else had stepped up like if there was five people it yeah you're right you yeah. might not have noticed mm-hmm. that he was there or you hear they did make them would have gotten more credit for being the most improved yeah Okay, well, let's talk about next week. We have a double elimination. Which I hate. These already make me so anxious. And we have two going home. Does that mean we have a bottom four? I don't know. 
How are we going to vote? Is it three or is it four? Either okay. way, I'm already stressed okay. about it. I already need a drink. Yeah. So, Stefan, give us our spoilers for next week. What do we have coming at us? Okay, so I do need to acknowledge that uh, Napoleon and Tabitha, the creative producers, mm-hmm. were supposed to join us, as some of you knew. They were unable to because there were last-minute changes and meetings yes. happening tonight. So, this is what we were given by ABC. It could change. What we were given is next week is going to be soundtrack hits. So movie soundtracks is the theme. These are fascinating selections. What do we? How far I'll go from Moana? Oh, what? See you again. Uh, That one I get because of Charlie Puth. See you again from Furious Seven, and I don't want to miss a thing from Armageddon. It will be an Uh interesting, interesting. All right. Well, that's all we have for you guys tonight. Let can we touch on the J hype Michael Connor thing quickly? Uh, we do not have time for that. We, we do can not have time. We can touch on it in social media. We can touch Please on it do. next week. Continue. So, yes. Yes. Let us know where we can find you on social media. Let yes. Twitter and Instagram. Dr. Lovegrove. I love hearing from you guys. So keep it coming. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Suzanne Quast. And on Twitter and Instagram, at Carissa Blades. Hope to talk to you guys. And you guys can find me on social media at Rock and Mama Life. Make sure you go to AfterBuzz, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Rate, comment, subscribe. We had so much to talk about this episode. Go to YouTube. Let us know your comments. We'll chat all week. Find us on Twitter. That's all we have for you guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.